0: We're going live. We'll do it live! This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. That's right. Get in here, you smelly marks. You guys just eat this stuff up, don't you? Y'all can't get enough of this Manosphere content. Absolutely disgusting. You know, you guys are the epitomes of betas. You guys that just tune in every day, every week to watch this kind of crap. Absolute betas. You know, real guys would be out there talking to girls. Now y'all are reading books and taking notes and but never doing anything. Just <laughs> pathetic. Just following around some internet guru because he has a a YouTube channel. Just absolutely pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. And that, my friends, is an example of a heel promo in professional wrestling. How'd that make you feel? (laughs) How did that make you feel? Mm. (laughs) What's up, folks? We are live. Join me for these every Wednesday and Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. But if you can't make it, that's what the replays are for. Today, we're going to be talking about how professional wrestling is a masterclass in psychology when you actually study it. When you actually study it, whether it's a a bad guy who makes you hate him so much that you will pay to see his butt get kicked, (laughs) or the babyface good guy who has so much heart that you tune in every week just to see if he will finally get his hands on the championship championship. (laughs) Oh man. Either way, it's fun. If you guys are uh, watching on, on Facebook right now or on the, on Twitter, smash that like button and head on over to, uh, to YouTube. we will drop a link here in the, in the comments, smash that like button. Phil Brad says, well, Well, we're waiting. There you go, man. Here we are. We're live. We're live, brother. All right. Anyway, so yeah, professional wrestling, all of it's designed to make you feel something, to tap into your emotions so that you're invested and it gets you tuning in each week. (laughs) This is what they're doing. By the way, I have not watched wrestlemania yet i've only seen uh i've already seen like three spoilers though so uh please don't tell me anything i'll be watching it uh this weekend with nurse chick all right thank you thank you very much also i've seen a couple of things uh about them getting purchased by potentially by ufc i haven't really read into any of it because I, i am avoiding spoilers like the plague this week so anything wwe related or whatever i'm just i'm not watching it (laughs) i'm avoiding it i'm avoiding it like the plague i'll look at it i'll look at it this weekend or something like that all right before we get too far into this week's episode let's do the usual housekeeping be sure to like subscribe hit those notifications drop a comment any comment will do um if you guys are watching on the the live right now uh Drop a comment in the in the, the live section. It, it actually helps make this stuff go by smoother. But, uh, you know, there's not a lot of people in there right now. Usually, I try to go live on Instagram before going live here to tell people that I'm going live. But uh, I didn't have time to do that this morning. So there's not that many people watching live at the moment. Follow me on social media. The links for that are in the description. Um, you know, this week... Uh, I want, I want people to, uh, I want like the first five people (laughs) to DM me on Instagram and you guys are going to get a a promo code for my law of attraction course. I'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, Let's see here. If you like the show, consider joining the Patreon. You can join for as little as $10. $10, you know, helps support the show. And then you get uh, all of Monday's episodes, all of the interview episodes ad free. Um, and you get those a few days early. And then if you want some kind of coaching, uh, join tier two or tier three. Uh, if you guys are watching live and you want to support the show, send a super chat. Send a super chat or a super sticker that helps out quite a bit. Get on the email list, Um, I will send you some free stickers for your troubles. And then if you like those designs, if you're... If you're listening on audio later, uh, come come on over to YouTube sometime and, and take a look at these stickers. Uh, but I'll send you these free stickers. And then uh, if you like those designs, they're also available on mugs and stuff like that, which are available below the video or on merch.comeonmanpod.com. And then this one here, the none of you can be first, ladies. None of you can be first, but all of you can be next. Speaking of pro wrestling, I stole that from Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> All right. Check out my practical law of attraction course, LOA.comeonmanpod.com. Speaking of psychology, this is, uh, this is the law of attraction, but explained from the psychological perspective, right? The idea of placebos and, uh, affirmations and, and reprogramming your subconscious mind. Okay. Um, I take out all the spirituality out of it. I take out all of the, uh, you know, quantum theory and vibrations and stuff like that. Um, Just, you know, it's just to break it down to its simplest form and make it practical and easy to use so that you can uh, follow step by step and uh, make positive changes in your life. And like I said before, um, today only, the first five guys who DM me on Instagram will get my Practical Law of Attraction course for 30% off. So if you've been waiting, wanting to take the course, here's a chance to do it at a discount. If you DM me tomorrow, you don't get the code. So DM me today on Instagram. And I'll drop you a code for 30% off. All right. Uh, Let's see here. I will show you guys a commercial and then we will get into the topic at hand today. Do you struggle to find the kind of women you want? Are you tired of swiping away all day on dating apps and only finding mediocre women? When you're out and about at the supermarket or at the mall, all you see are woke liberal women. You can't seem to find a traditional submissive woman that checks all your boxes. What if I were to tell you that the reason why you can't find your traditional submissive woman is because of your mindset, because of your paradigm. We get what we focus on in life and you have programmed your mind to think that there's only trash women around you. You've programmed your mind by focusing on what you don't want in a relationship. To solve this problem, I've created my practical law of attraction course. In my course, I will teach you how to reprogram your subconscious mind so that you will be hyper aware of the kind of women that will check all of your boxes. It's not that they weren't there before, it's just that you weren't aware of them because of your current mindset. So let's change that mindset today. Check out my course by visiting loa.comeonmanpod.com. That's loa.comeonmanpod.com. The law of attraction is nothing without action. So act now. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer, they've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Act now, guys. Remember, if you want a 30% off code, then DM me on Instagram today. First five will get a coupon code for for 30% off. All right. So let's look at my analytics on YouTube recently, and uh, a majority of my viewers on YouTube watch from the United States makes sense, right? And out of the United States, the most traffic comes from guys in California, California who here. there's not that many people watching live right now, (laughs) but maybe you guys are watching on the replay or listening on the replay, but uh, who's watching from California. Anyone here from California? Anybody? What an absolute terrible place to live, California. My God. My God, that place is a shithole. Liberal policies are ruining that place. You know what I mean? Just disgusting. And the wealthy, they're they're leaving for tax-friendly states like, like Texas and Florida. How are you guys going to stick into rich people if there are no more rich people in California, huh? You ever think about that? Dumbasses. <laughs> Man, absolute dumbasses. Let's talk about their, their crappy sports teams. Okay? When I lived in San Diego, the Chargers, they were just absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. No wonder if the city wouldn't build them a stadium, so they, they moved up to L.A. so they could suck up there. You know what I mean? <laughs> California is so bad. Even the Raiders left, you know? Raiders like, we're not doing this anymore. This is bullshit. California sucks. Do you see what I'm doing here? You see what I'm doing here? By bad-mouthing a place where people live or grow up. It's called cheap heat. Cheap heat in professional wrestling. People typically love where they live. Unless maybe you live in California. (laughs) I lived in California for 15 years and I was like, I can't wait to get out of this place it's like, it's really is like living in communist Russia, you know? Uh, but everywhere else people typically love where they live. And if you talk bad about it, it tends to get people all up in their feels. All right. Uh, that's why like, if you ever watch pro wrestling, the bad guys always come into a a town and they talk smack about the sports team. They talk, smack about, you know, the, the the city they're in and talk about how everyone there is fat and ugly or whatever, right? The bad guys always do that and they get booed. And then the good guys come in and they're like, we're so happy to be in Peoria, you know, like whatever. And then everyone cheers them, right? It's all manipulation. It's all, it's all psychology guys. So likewise, right? If if everybody hates a place like the rest of the country hates California, it gets the other viewers all up in their fields in the opposite way. Right. They want to bag on California, too. Like everyone wants to pile on <laughs> They're like, Yeah, California sucks. That's right. You tell them you tell them. <laughs> it's all about getting people to feel something right. Man, it's quiet in the chat today. It's super quiet in the chat today. So in pro wrestling, it doesn't it doesn't matter if, if people hate a guy or if they like a guy. As long as the audience is passionate, one way or the other, business is good. Business is good, right? People will pay to see someone get someone's ass kicked, <laughs> right? It's one of the reasons why, uh, like even in, in UFC, guys like Conor McGregor, Tra- uh, they do so much trash talking, right? All that trash talking is actually designed to get the audience more up in their feels, Right. <laughs> Cause you need to tune in because you're like, man, look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's such a loud mouth. I want to see him get his, his, uh, his teeth kicked in. You know what I mean? Like that's all it's all uh, to, more for the audience than it is for his opponent. You know what I mean? Hey, good morning. John Watt. How are you doing, brother? So they will also pay to see someone uh, kick someone else's ass, right? Like if someone, like if someone's showing all this heart, they're like, "Oh man, I can't wait till that guy, that guy gets his championship run." Right? Um, I haven't seen it yet, so no spoilers. But leading up to uh, last weekend's uh, WrestleMania, um, the story was how Cody Rhodes was going to challenge Roman Reigns for the for the titles. And uh, the story was that he's doing it for his dad, you know, for Dusty Rhodes. His dad never actually held the WWF Championship. Like he, he always wanted to, He always wanted the ro- uh, Rhodes to hold that title, and, and that's never happened. And and it's it's up to him now, right? So it's all the he's got all these people like rooting for him, right? He's got to fulfill his dad's legacy, and everyone loves Dusty, and right? So it's all about. <laughs> Getting you to cheer for him because it's such a a struggle to get there. That's why. Uh, that's why leading up to WrestleMania, I was like, I don't think he's going to get the title. Right? This could be a slow burn, like over the next you know year or two. They're going to tell this story where he's just struggling to get that title for his dad and stuff like that. Right? It, it gets you invested. Will he ever get it? Will he ever get this title? Right. The key here is to get people to feel passionately, right? You can get behind a guy like that—a guy that's struggling, that's just really working his butt off. His his whole family has has always wanted the title their whole life, right? Which is funny because uh, you know Dusty Dusty held the the NWA title for a long time, and the NWA title arguably, like in the in the seventies and eighties, was like the title. It was like the title to have. You know what I mean? So it's not like his dad was not a champion. And in fact, even Cody has held that title before, and he was a ring of honor champion and blah, 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 blah. You know? So it's all storyline stuff. Now you might be scoffing at pro wrestling right now. Oh, it's fake. How can anybody watch that crap? It's Probably why there's not a lot of people tuning in right now. They're like pro wrestling. Ah, I I, I tuned into Paul's show to talk about pussy. (laughs) <laughs> don't, talk, don't tune in to learn about pro wrestling, but, uh, but yeah, so people scoff all the time. Oh, it's fake. First of all, it's not fake. Okay. It's scripted. There's a difference. <laughs> Nobody watches a trapeze artist and yells out that it's fake, right? It's pre, is it predetermined? Like when, when a trapeze artist does their routine, is it predetermined? Yeah. Do they practice it a million times? Sure. Right. But the, are the risks real? Yep. Yep. So, so is it really fake or is it just choreographed? What do you think? Sound off in the, sound off in the chat. Are you watching right now? Is pro wrestling fake or is it scripted, right? Or is it both? (laughs) It's a little bit of both. Nobody watches Game of Thrones and during an epic battle scene, screamed at their TV. That's fake. That's fake. They're not really killing each other out there. No. No, they suspend their disbelief and they watch the show and they're like, oh, damn, that battle scene's brutal. Like, oh, they watch like the red, the, the, was it the red wedding scene, right? Everyone gets murdered. Like women with babies in their stomach are getting stabbed and people are like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe they just stabbed a pregnant woman. They didn't really stab a pregnant woman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah. Uh... Game of Thrones is more it's more fake than pro wrestling, right? They use CGI. Wrestling, on the other hand, is a live action stunt show, right? It's live action. Those guys are like they're they're taking real risks. And actually, if you watch, uh there's uh, occasionally on like YouTube or TikTok or whatever, they'll have like a, a clip from from some independent show, right? Where where somebody's not as polished as like a WWE guy, maybe or an AEW guy. And um, they'll try to do like a dangerous spot. Like I saw the other day, uh, this guy who was trying to uh, do a backflip off the top rope and he, he didn't jump out far enough and he did a backflip and landed right on the fucking ring post. Like <laughs> like Jesus dude. Right? Like the risks are real. Like that stuff's dangerous. You know what I mean? It's scripted. Yeah. And they're not trying to like, you know, do f- serious harm to each other, but it's, you know, they take real risk. Guys have like broken their necks in the ring. You know what I mean? Uh they end up in the, like wheelchairs or or dead. So, oh man, the, what was this? What's the name? like Para Aguayo or something like that in Mexico? He was um he 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 died in the ring. Um he was he was wrestling Rey Mysterio. I think Rey Mysterio did like a super kick on him and like the guy's heart stopped. You know? Like <laughs> the risks are real, right? Anyway, Anyway, so uh, all that being said, pro wrestling has a fan base. Okay, oh, it's fake, right? But pro wrestling has a has a fan base of over 25 million viewers, right, around the world, and, and WWE alone has a market cap of something like six billion dollars. Okay. Um, yesterday, when I was writing notes for this, the WWE was trading on the New York Stock Exchange for around 97 dollars a share. Okay the The reason why professional wrestling is so big is because it it doesn't make you think, it doesn't make you think. It it makes you feel, right? You watch it, and the storyline makes you feel something. You know, maybe you like this guy, maybe you hate this guy. Um, I used to, I used to absolutely hate the Miz, right? The Miz on WWE. The guy, the guy is such a tool. You know what I mean? Like, and he's he's just so frigging annoying. And uh, what I realized what he's actually doing, you know, I was like, Oh, I'm supposed to feel this way about him. Like he's doing his job. He's an excellent heel. He's probably one of the best heels of the business. And he's also uh, one of those guys that he's been in this business for a long time, a long time. And he has never really had any major injuries because he, he works smarter. He doesn't do a lot of like spot monkey stuff, like, you know, doing backflips off top ropes and stuff like that. he, he works very smart and safe. And so he doesn't get injured. And so he's able to show up week after week and, uh, you know, put in that work and, and, and you know, he's, <laughs> he's just like, he's got so much longevity because he's been smart in the ring, you know, not doing a bunch of like crazy dangerous stuff. That's unnecessarily completely unnecessary. There was a, a few years ago, there was, a, a pro wrestling trainer. Um, I can't think of his name right now, but he was talking about how, Guys, uh, nowadays they 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 are always diving out of the ring. They're always doing backflips and doing all this like this crazy stuff that's completely unnecessary uh, for the psychology purposes, right? Like the psychology is like you you want to make people think that the 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 fight is real, right? So they 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 try to smart guys will work in the ring like they're really trying to win a, a real fight, you know. Um, If someone falls down, like they'll cover them. They'll cover them right away. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, because they're like, I'm trying to win here. And if a guy who's trying to win is going to try to pin somebody, right? But then uh, you have all these new guys coming up. They're doing like all these flips and stuff. They do a, a million false finishes. And uh, it sort of like ruins the psychology of what an actual fight really looks like. And so a lot of the old timers like complain about that. And um, Randy Orton jumped in. Because it's someone was saying how like everyone's it's it's always dive 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 like everyone's always diving out of the ring and and uh, and uh, Randy Orton chimed in and he's like yeah I'm more about headlock 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 right <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything crazy he can just get someone in a in a headlock and like you know pretend like he's grinding it in and he he could get a reaction out of the audience the the same reaction out of the audience without having to like risk breaking his neck doing something crazy you know what I mean. And it's all about getting the reaction from the audience, you know. So what's funny about this could be a short episode, man. This could be a short episode. What's funny about uh, pro wrestling is that uh, politicians and the news also basically use this formula, right? They don't want you to think. They want you to they want you to feel something. And as long as you're passionate one way or the other, just like professional wrestling, business is good, all right. Especially on the news. Uh, just look how it passes for the news now, right? CNN, founded by Ted Turner and former owner of WCW, <laughs> WCW wrestling. Ted Turner used to own that. Um, in fact, he he so he basically bought uh, the NWA and uh, put it on cable. And put it up against uh, WWF at the time, and actually kicked WWF's uh, butts in the ratings for for quite some time. That's what was started the uh, the Monday Night Wars in the late '90s. They call it the Monday Night Wars because it was uh, WCW Nitro versus WWE uh, Monday Night Raw, and uh, that's when like some of the best wrestling ever happened, right? Because they were competing. And so they were doing all sorts of crazy stuff on TV. Like WWE was getting pretty raunchy at the time. They were having like, you know, bra and panties matches and stuff like that to get people to tune in. And, uh, you know, the story ends up being a history. You know, WWE ended up winning that that ratings war and uh, they ended up buying out WCW from Ted Turner. But Ted Turner is also the founder of CNN. And uh, he discovered that it's much cheaper to put talking heads in a studio and argue their opinions and push an agenda. It was cheaper to do that than it was to send field reporters out and actually cover the news, right? So the, the, the what's what passes for the news now? It's it's not actual field reporters going out there and and doing like investigative journalism. It's it's like th- you know one to three people on TV arguing it out people arguing on tv and that's what gets people to tune in right gets them all up in their feels what one way or the other right maybe you're a a, a you know republican and you don't like what those damn democrats are doing or you're a, you're a damn democrat and you don't like what those those pesky republicans are doing right so you you pick your side there's always like you know they always like uh when they have a a, a topic they bring in two people one from each side and they, they do get out, right? And then usually the host is the tiebreaker. And usually they, they fall on one side or the other, depending on which channel you watch, right? But all networks do this now, right? Fox News, uh, NBC, CNN, they all do that. They all follow this model now. They're not all out in the field like doing investigative journalism. They're all talking heads because it's cheaper and it gets people to tune in, all right? It gets people up in their fields. Um, and they also have polls, right? That can literally say anything. Anything they want. Polls are bullshit. Like if you watch a see a poll on TV, it's just as scientific as like your Twitter poll. <laughs> it's it's totally like it's say, it say it could literally say anything they want, and then they use it as a talking point, right? They'll have like a new CNN poll says ninety seven percent of Americans want people to take their guns away. Like no, ninety seven percent of CNN viewers might want to be disarmed and they probably don't even have a gun to begin with. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, it's a, it's a pointless poll. It means nothing. It's meaningless, but it gets you up in their up in your fields, right? If you don't want your guns taken away, you're like, Oh God damn it. For my cold dead hands. <laughs> Donald Trump, Donald Trump, whether you uh, like him or not, he's in the WWE hall of fame. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. And uh, he was really good at getting people up in their fields, right? Whether you liked him or you hated him. You know what I mean? Like, people on the right love that guy. People on the left just absolutely despise that guy. <laughs> but he was good at getting you to feel something, right? So anytime you're watching the news, watching YouTube, listening to a politician or watching your favorite TV show, and you find yourself getting angry about something, it's by design Uh, right here. (laughs) There we go. By design. Violent by design. (laughs) It's by design. They want you to feel something. All right. Actually, this Violent by Design shirt, it's a pro wrestling shirt. (laughs) It's a a faction in uh, in Impact Wrestling right now, started by uh, Eric Young. Uh, I think Eric Young went back to WWE, maybe. But uh, this faction uh, was pretty cool in in, uh, in Impact. They still have Violent by the by the way. Uh, they're just without Eric Young at the at the helm. It's not as good. It's not as cool. But uh, that's neither here nor there. So I'm guilty of uh, of it. I'm, I'm guilty of doing this, right? If I make uh, if I make fun of uh, MIGTOW or uh, like Black Pill guys. I want to get them up in their feels, right? Whether it's uh, anger, guilt, or shame, I want them to feel something so that they tune in. All right. And I I did this a couple of weeks ago. I did an episode on monk mode and uh, I promoted it for like, you know, five days straight. And I was cutting promos and just like just talking absolute mad smack about. MGTOW guys and I, I it, it works so good I actually have a friend in the MGTOW community called me up and he was livid he was livid he's like Paul you're being a fucking bitch right now can't believe you're doing this. you're shaming men you're shaming men right now and I was like dude it's working it's working <laughs> I was like I got I, I getting you to feel something aren't I like you're like so pissed at me right now that you want to call me up and, and call me a bitch and stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's heel. That's, that's, uh, that's a, that I cut a heel promo to get you to get pissed off and up in your feels. And by the way, if someone can say something online and get you all up in your feels, like you, you don't have very good frame control. You know what I mean? You got to work on that. <laughs> you got to work on that, but I'm guilty of that. Right. Because I can get these guys. um, to feel something, right? Either they they'll they'll tune in to hate watch my video and leave a, a negative comment and that's awesome, right? Because it helps me in the algorithm. They're 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 giving me a view and they're dropping a comment, like all that boosts me in the algorithm, right? Or they tune in to see if what I have to say will help them, right? And that's ideal right because i actually do want to help guys so it gives me it gives me a view for that and it helps me in the algorithm when they tune in and then it actually helps the guys out so that's like that's all win-win right (laughs) so i get these guys in their fields so they tune in and then maybe it helps them maybe it doesn't but either way like business is good you know what i mean Oh yeah, this could be a short episode. <laughs> short episode. Y'all are really quiet in the in the chat right now. Say something. You're. I see some people are watching right now. Say something. Sound off in the chat right now. It's so quiet today. Well, Paul, we're all up in our fields right now. We we can't say anything. We can't say anything. <laughs> oh man. So how how can this help with dating and relationships? Women are feelings based creatures. They are they are more in touch with their emotions naturally than men typically are, right? But you know, that being said, like we all like to think as us guys that we're we're these rational people, you know, we're so rational. <laughs> We've all read the rational male, right? The truth is like almost all humans act on emotion first. We act on emotion first and then we think about it later, right? Oh, Driving from Colorado to California. Well, I'm sorry. Did you hear my tirade about how California sucks earlier? (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. You have to go to California. What a shithole. What a shithole there. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so women are feelings-based and they're more in touch with their emotions, right? And attraction is all about how you make a woman feel in the moment, right? Women have this all these guys like to, they, they, they like to say, well, I've done all this. I did all this stuff for her. I gave her everything she wanted and, and, and she still left or, or whatever. Right. Women have this in the present moment type mentality of like, whatever you did in the past doesn't matter. It's all about what you're doing right now. Right. <laughs> How you're making them feel right now in the moment. So you could have done all the greatest stuff in the past. It doesn't matter. Like you don't get any points for that. Like it, it you know what I mean? Like it's all about how you make women feel in the moment right there right now. Oh, you're seeing family. Okay. Try to convince them to leave, but leave their, leave their politics behind. All right. Uh, <laughs> so attraction is all about how you make a woman feel in the moment. And this is why you don't try to red pill girls. You know what I mean? Like God, there was a guy in the in the three percent brotherhood group on Facebook. By the way, if you guys are looking for a group of like-minded guys, uh, there's a link to the group below. Just know that you have to have read Corey Wayne's book, How to Be a Three Percent Man at least once. Okay. And be able to answer the questions to get in. All these guys get pissed off because they want to join the group, but they haven't done any of the work, you know. And we want you guys to at least have read the book and answer the questions because we don't want value leachers in there. You know what I mean? We want you to at least have some skin in the game, and it's a free group, so that's how we're making sure you have some skin in the game is just making you read a book, man. <laughs> but um, but anyway, there's a guy in the group, and he's talking uh, about how he went on a date and, and uh, how it was great, and uh, how he was telling this girl all about Corey Wayne and Corey Wayne's book and stuff like that. We're like, dude, what are you doing, man? Like, don't don't tell girls how to play the game or that you're playing a game. Like girls don't want to know that they're playing a game. They just want to play the game. You know what I mean? So this is why you don't, you don't red pill girls, right? It it makes them, it it makes their vaginas dry up faster than anything, you know, (laughs) because you're taking them out of the game. You're taking them out of the game and out of their feelings about how you're making them feel. So this is why you don't, you don't red pill chicks, right? You want to, you want to get them in their feelings. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. You read it 12 times. If you're not in the group already, join the group, man. You should be able to answer the questions if you've read it 12 times. So anyway, yeah. So you don't want to talk to girls about red pill stuff because it takes them out of their feelings. You want to get them in their feelings. You know what I mean? And like in pro wrestling, you want to listen to your audience. wrestlers will listen to the crowd and act accordingly to get the crowd to react. Most of what you see in a pro wrestling ring is, uh, is improv. It's improv. Like they know the start to the match and they know the finish to the match, right? That's the predetermined stuff, but everything in between they're calling it on the fly, right? They might've worked out some of it, uh, behind the scenes, you know, before the show, And they're like, okay, well, we want to at least get this spot in. And we want to get this spot in, right? They might do that. But largely, if you watch closely, uh, wrestlers will like, that's why they have a lot of the guys have long hair. They have long hair to cover their mouth movement, right? Because they'll like, they'll, they'll tuck in and like whisper in the guy's ear, like, hey, I'm gonna throw you off the ropes. And I want you to duck this. And I want you to hit me with an elbow or whatever, right? Like they, they call it, they, they say it's called calling it in the ring. They do that. Like largely the whole middle portion of the of the fight is improv. And a lot of the way they do it is um, by feel of the audience. Like they'll listen to the the crowd. Like if the crowd is quiet, that's why a lot of like American wrestlers have a hard time in Japan because Japanese audiences are largely very quiet. Like they'll they're very respectful. So they'll just sit there and watch. They're enjoying it, they're just quiet. They're not sitting there like all rowdy and drunk like Americans. Like woo! woo! <laughs> kick his ass (laughs) they don't do that so much in japan like they'll and they they, um they will get loud but it's like they you got to really work the audience up to it so a lot of americans uh, when they first go to japan have a hard time with that because they're so used to listening to the crowd and reacting to the crowd and you know uh whatever the crowd's doing like they will sort of act accordingly if the if the the crowd's not cheering or doing what they want, like they will add something in to try to get a reaction out of the crowd. Okay. So you want to do the same thing, right? With girls, you want to always keep an eye on a woman's attraction level towards you and act accordingly, right? If she's pulling back, you want to pull back too, right? Attraction grows in space, all that stuff. And you want to assume that everything's a shit test act indifferent, agree and amplify, especially early in the, in the beginning, right? Like she asks you a serious question. Like, what do you do for a living? You don't answer, answer that with a serious answer, right? Keep things playful, bring the fun, right? You want to, you want to always bring the fun so that she associates those feelings with you, right? She's going to go out like when you're first dating chicks, like one thing that guys need to understand is like most chicks are, are playing the field. Okay. They're not, they might not be sleeping with everybody they're going out with, but they're playing the field. They're weighing their options and they have way more options than you do. So you should be out there playing the field and weighing your options too. But um, you'll find that once you learn this stuff, you learn how to be the guy that brings the fun. And you're like, you know, you don't answer serious questions seriously and she's associating fun with you. All the other guys she's going out with like they're they're boring. They're like, "Ah, oh, this guy doesn't do anything. This guy doesn't like take the lead. He doesn't set the tone. He's not he's not he doesn't plan dates." You know what I mean? Like he's he asks me what I want to do. <laughs> this guy over here, he takes charge. He's like, "I have a place. Let's let's meet up here." He goes in for a kiss, right? He does all this stuff to make me feel something as opposed to this guy over here that's you know, super logical and burp, 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 like a robot, right? So you want to, you can treat dating like pro wrestling, right? Keep things playful, always bring the fun so that she associates those fun feelings with you. All right. But Paul, this is manipulation. You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> You're goddamn right it is manipulation. However... If everyone benefits, what's wrong with manipulation? Come on. <laughs> Louise, he does the people's elbow on her ass. <laughs> That's how you hold women accountable, right? Louise? Give her the people's elbow. <laughs> I think I've probably told this story before, but uh, when i when I first met Nurse Chick, Uh, We met for a coffee date and I typically don't recommend coffee dates, but at the time she was, she was working uh, graveyard shifts. She was doing labor and delivery and she was working graveyard shifts. So she couldn't go out in the evening for drinks because she had to, you know, get ready and go to work. She couldn't like drink and then go and deliver babies (laughs) at the hospital. You know what I mean? So we ended up having to meet up for coffee. And um, so we met for coffee and that, that happened to be WrestleMania weekend. This was two years ago. Uh, and it happened to be WrestleMania weekend. And so my plan was to, to go meet her for coffee, you know, talk to her for maybe an hour or two. And then, uh, you know, go for the kiss if I liked her and then go home, watch WrestleMania. Like that was my plan. And so that's what I did. And, uh, going for that kiss and letting her do 80% of the talking, which is like really hard to do with nurse chick. Cause she's, she's very quiet. You know, she's, she's, she's kind of introverted. Uh, but you know, did, did, did a good job of that. And went in for a kiss and then drove home and, uh, like maybe at, you know, an hour or so after I got home, I was getting ready for WrestleMania. I get a, I get a, a text from her saying, Hey, I got low census. I don't have to work tonight. Uh, what are you up to? <laughs> and I was like, I'm getting ready to watch WrestleMania. You're welcome to join me. And, uh, she drove, she drove over to my house and, and uh, watch WrestleMania with me. And uh, the rest is history. The rest is history. <laughs> oh man! But I got her up in her her feels. Right, went in for that kiss. Got her in her emotions, and uh, got her got her hooked. Ooh, got her hooked. <laughs> She's listening. She uh, she likes to listen to these in the morning. So I uh, love you, babe. All right. So back to manipulation, right? If everyone benefits, what's wrong with manipulation? Also, it's a good idea to understand how people manipulate others, right? That way you're less likely to be manipulated against your will, Your will, right? You can see it when it happens. It's one of the reasons why it's like, I highly recommend reading the, the 48 Laws of Power. Excellent book, right? And a lot of people, they hate that book because they're like, oh, this is like the narcissist handbook. Maybe, I mean, but there's nothing in that book that says like, you have to do this. It's all about understanding like how people manipulate other people to gain power so that you can see it at play. You know what I mean? So it's good to see how other people manipulate so that you can either use it to your advantage for good, for good guys, <laughs> or you can recognize it when someone's doing it to you, right? Like if you're watching the news. It's one of the reasons why I don't watch the news anymore, man. I stopped watching the news in uh, like, right around like the 2020, you know, during the pandemics when I realized like all this is doing is it's designed to get me up in my fields. Largely the stuff they talk about has no impact on my day-to-day life. So why am I worrying about any of this stuff? Right. They're just doing this to get me to tune in. They're get, doing this to get me to tune in every, every day so that I could be in, in fear. Like everything on the news is fear based. You know what I mean? Um, you know, who's really good at this is, uh, and I used to have a subscription is uh, Alex Jones, right? I used to have a subscription to InfoWars, man. I, I used to love tuning in InfoWars, man. <clears throat> but I'll tell you what, one time I, one, one time I really recognized this is this before I started studying any of this stuff though. I was watching InfoWars and you know, like every week it's all about like, Oh, the, you know, the, the government's coming to take your guns. The government's going to, you know, is we're going to be a communist country and you know, you got to watch out and it's, it's all, you know, very very conspiratorial and they 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 point at actual news headlines and stuff like that and uh, you get you know they, they link to news headlines and they give their commentary about it well one time there was this uh gun law that uh, they passed this like anti-gun law somewhere right and so they were like they were really just like talking about it every week they're talking about the oh they're coming for your guns they're coming for your guns and then uh there was a, I saw a news article about that. How it got overturned by some judge, right? So some judge like shot it down, and um, and I was like, oh, this is great news. This is great news. Like the law didn't pass. Oh, this is great. I wonder what they're going to say about it on Infowars. They didn't say anything about it. They didn't say anything about it. Why? Because it's positive news. <laughs> it doesn't keep you in fear, right? So I was like, when, when that clicked for me, I was like, oh, these guys, they don't say anything good, you know. But good news doesn't sell. Like all the negative stuff sells. You know what I mean? If it bleeds, it leads. You've probably heard of that before. Yeah, this is right. I don't kiss on the first date. That means I don't kiss you on the first date. Never be fooled by that, gents. That's right. That's right. Hey, guys, support the show. Send a super chat. So anyway, it's good to understand this stuff so that you can you know when you're being manipulated, right? And you could use this to your advantage. You know what I mean? Like you, if you learn how to get people up in their feels, you can use that to your advantage. You can. Yeah. Nurse Chick definitely had a high desire for you early on. Nothing else can explain her sticking around to watch wrestling. <laughs> how dare you, sir? Wrestling's awesome. Uh, you know what she wanted for her birthday this month? She wanted uh, to go see a live WWE show. So I took her uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before I took her to Salt Lake city and we watched, uh, we watched a a WWE house show live from the floor. She was sick as a dog, but we still went. She, she had a good time. (laughs) I think she likes the indoor wrestling better. All right. All right. No super chats. That's uh, I think that's pretty much it guys. I think you, how can I use this to crush my enemies? Well, you gotta take them to Suplex City. You got that's, duh. <laughs> you gotta learn how to do a good German suplex, ping. <laughs> oh man! All right, that's all I have this uh, for this episode, guys. Hopefully, you learned something today, both about psychology and how prof- and professional wrestling, and how how uh, you know not just not just pro wrestling, but like the news and politicians. They use the same idea, right? It's all about getting you up in your feelings everything they do is about eliciting an emotion from you so that you act accordingly. Right. And as long as you're passionate one way or the other, business is good. Business is good. That's, and that's how the government works. Right. Largely you'll find that politicians, they're arguing about social issues that have no impact on your day-to-day life. Right. Who cares if people are dressing like drag queens and whatever that doesn't impact you. Right. And if you're a parent and you don't want your kids to, uh, do drag queen story time, just don't take your kids to that. You know, like it's totally in your power to not, you know, let that bother you. Right. Yeah. Is it, is it gross? Maybe. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of messed up. Sure. You And I don't think like those types of people should be around kids. Okay. But I just keep my kids away from it. Right. It's a hundred percent my control. No need to get all up in my feelings about it one way or the other, right? But that's what politicians and the news focuses on. They focus on stuff like that to get to elicit an emotion from you, so that you keep turning in, tuning in, and arguing about it online and talking about how you saw it on CNN, right? Like that gets clicks, right? <clears throat> so, uh, so yeah, they're they're all using it to elicit emotions from you. And if you can elicit someone's emotions, you can manipulate people. Right. And that's what pro wrestling does. All right. Uh, Again, I haven't watched WrestleMania yet, so no spoilers. Nurse chicks coming over this weekend. We're going to watch WrestleMania. Be sure to tune into the live stream Friday. I'm going to be talking about what it means to level up. Right. Ryan stone, my man, Ryan stone, fellow uh, rule zero panelist. Uh, the other the other day did a live stream about talking about how the idea of leveling up is just marketing, you know? Um, but I think it's more than that. I do think it's more than that. Um, tune in at 10 a.m. Eastern time right here on YouTube. I'll talk about what, I, like how I feel about, how I feel <laughs> about uh, what it means to level up, right? Like what it means to me, because I do have that in a tagline in, in like my uh, social medias and stuff like that. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about what it means to level up. All right. Other than that, guys, if you haven't done so already, please like, subscribe, hit those notifications. Next time, if you guys are watching live, sound off in the in the live chat. You know, that, that helps out. You guys were super quiet today. Super quiet. You guys must not like pro wrestling. <laughs> Would you guys think I was going <clears> to <throat> be like jumping off the ropes and like body slamming people? Like, no, come on. Um, if you're watching the replay, drop a comment below, you know, favorite emoji, whatever. Follow me on all social media. The links are in the description. The first five people that DM me on Instagram today, it's got to be today, uh, the fifth, right? It's got to be today. The first five people that DM me, um, I will send you a code for my practical law of attraction course to get 30% off. So first five people, it's got to be today. DM me on Instagram for that. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. You can join for as little as $10. And if you want any kind of coaching, tiers two or tiers three are available there. I like doing it that way. That way it's month to month. There's no contracts. You know, if you, you get what you need from the program, you can leave it anytime. I like doing it that way. It's just, it's just so much easier. Uh, Next time when you guys tune in, send a super chat. That actually helps out the show more than you realize. <clears throat> And then get on the email list list.comonmanpod.com and I will send you some free stickers. And if you guys like those stickers, they're also available on coffee mugs uh, as well at merch.comonmanpod.com or linked down below the video. That's all I have. And uh, I guess we will see you guys on Friday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. Now go out and get it.